changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Thoughtful Thursday, and I want to talk about all the excitement that we feel about the coming holidays and about that other feeling, the letdown that you might feel when they're over. Sometimes you might be anticipating the letdown before the holidays even happen, worrying about that feeling that you know you're going to have after the holidays. I know it's crazy, but it's the same thing every year, right? You spend the month of December anticipating all the great stuff, giving people gifts, getting together with family, having grown children back in the house, smelling that Christmas tree, lighting candles on the menorah, and then it's over. And it still gets dark way too early, and it will be 11 months before all the good stuff happens again. So I want to talk about a couple of things that you can do to counteract those feelings. One thing you can do is leave the holiday mess in place after the holidays. That's right. Be a bit of a slob. So that's what I do. My husband is super neat, and every year, right after Christmas, he removes all his gifts from the living room really within hours of opening them. But I like to leave everything there, even long after the kids have gone back to their very far away homes. And then, even after I clean up the wrapping paper and the rest of the mess, I leave my gifts and cards there. My husband starts eyeing them. He wants that pile of gifts and cards to disappear. But I'm stubborn because I feel like the longer I leave them there, the longer I can maintain my Christmas spirit and remain in denial that it's all over. So I leave them there for days, and then I very gradually put them away, taking one gift at a time. And I like to look at each gift and think about who gave it to me and put it away somewhere and just really process the whole thing. So it takes me a couple of weeks to clean up the living room and even longer to put away all the Christmas decorations. We actually don't usually finish taking down everything until Super Bowl Sunday. And a few years ago, I said, we're not even going to take the outdoor lights down ever. So we have a lit Christmas tree at the end of our driveway all year, which is kind of fun when we turn it on in August. And it definitely makes it easy to give people directions to our house because they won't find another one with a lit Christmas tree out front in the middle of the summer. So another good strategy for keeping that holiday feeling all year comes from one of our regular writers, David Hull, in our new Christmas book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Joy of Christmas, which I am really delighted about. And I just have to say, we work really hard on our books. So when one of them becomes a big bestseller, it's really gratifying. It feels like a reward for all the hard work. And as I'm recording this podcast, this Joy of Christmas book is number eight on the paperback nonfiction bestseller list in the U.S. and number one in Canada. So we're very pleased about that. And I'm going to share David Hull's story from that book. It's called Endings and Beginnings. And it's about how David's Aunt Dot handled that end of holiday letdown. He says that every New Year's Eve, his family had breakfast at Aunt Dot's house. They always had pancakes with bacon and home fries. But David's most vivid memory of the meal was the centerpiece that Aunt Dot always had on the kitchen table. She had seven sets of ceramic salt and pepper shakers. 
and they were all holiday-oriented. There was a pair of Valentine Cupids. Then, for St. Patrick's Day, there was a leprechaun with a pot of gold. Then there was an Easter bunny with a large pink egg. For the 4th of July, there was a pair of star-spangled red, white, and blue Uncle Sam top hats. Then there was a pair of pumpkins for Halloween. For Thanksgiving, there were two turkeys wearing pilgrim hats. And then for the Christmas that would be back in 51 more weeks, there were salt and pepper shakers for Santa and Mrs. Claus. It wasn't until years later, when David was home on break from his senior year of college, that he finally asked Aunt Dot about her centerpiece that she made with all those salt and pepper shakers. By then, Aunt Dot was a very wise 87 years old, and she was still having the family over for that New Year's breakfast. David was helping her prepare the breakfast when he asked, and her answer was perfect. She said, Well, my dear, it helps to remind me that even though the holidays are over, there's another whole year of them coming. And she went on to say, I have learned over my many years that nothing really stops. Every ending in life is really just another new beginning. A few months later, Aunt Dot passed away, and she left all those holiday salt and pepper shakers to David. And he has continued her tradition. Now he hosts the family's New Year's breakfast himself, and he puts all those salt and pepper shakers representing all those holidays out in the center of the table. So, you know, I always talk about leaving the Christmas decorations up, and I have a neighbor who leaves an artificial Christmas tree up all year in her living room. But maybe I'm looking at it backwards. Maybe the key is just to put something out at Christmas that reminds us of all the wonderful holidays that are still to come during the new year. Now, there's something else that sticks around after the holidays, and those are the pounds that we put on eating all the delicious food that shows up from Thanksgiving through New Year's Eve. Tomorrow is Friend Friday, and my guest will be Natasha Stoinoff, who is one of my co-authors on our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident. We're going to talk about this post-holiday poundage problem and how you can get your confidence and your self-esteem back on track even if you're like 99.9% of the people out there and you don't look like a model. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to read that story by David Hall that I talked about, pick up a copy of our new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Joy of Christmas. You can read more about it along with some additional holiday tips on our website, chickensoup.com.